0: Greetings and welcome to episode 20 of the Arcade Raiders podcast. This is what happens when you give a group of content creators a microphone and an audience. I am Jeremy and with me to help deliver in some amazing, cool, rad video game news and shenanigans is Jesse. Jesse, how are you? I'm doing pretty
1: good. I can't believe we're doing rad now. Are we going back 40 years to the 80s?
0: I'm just trying to find words, you know, that describe how awesome things are. I don't know. (laughs) It's the awesome, of-
1: they're awesome <laughs> for you, but for me I'm like stuck in Minnesota. We got
0: hit by like a blizzard and I'm freezing my balls off here. But <laughs> well, sorry for yeah. <laughs> yeah No, no, that's fine. I've noticed like I've had a lot of people you know, we have some other acquaintances too that are from Minnesota and they've been they've been kinda complaining today and yesterday as well.
1: Well, just me? Yeah. It's just Burger and uh yes yeah, it's, it's just Jesse, <laughs> you know.
0: want to attack Burger he wants. Just- <laughs> yeah. Just in his igloo somewhere in Minnesota, you know.
1: It's it's, it's, it's a wonderful igloo. It has four
0: bedrooms, uh, a private bathroom, um, you know. So do they – I don't know. I've never really been in a big snowstorm like that. Do they prepare you all and, and try to, you know, get you to go buy food and stuff? Do they do that? <laughs> oh,
1: oh, you're being cute. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, like – I think the closest thing you've been to is tornadoes, you know, which... You tornadoes really and have. hurricanes. Yeah. We're on the Hur- coast, so like, we, you get kinda to, rep- we get, for we get a residual hurricane. Yeah. yeah. yeah you kind of prep for a hurricane. Like, you know weeks ahead is coming. We know weeks ahead is coming a blizzard, but we don't really give a crap. We're just like, I'll pick up stuff now. If I need to go out, I'll go out. But it's yeah. like... A few of the things you got to remember, too, when you're driving to Minnesota in the middle of winter is... One, drive slow. Two... Don't be a dumbass. Yeah. And three, if you're gonna be a dumbass, call a tow truck gums cause you're stuck. Yeah. Um. But pretty much, like, we went to per- like, prep up our shovels, and we're set. Like they'll oh, gotcha. still they'll still send kids to school in you know a blizzard once in a while. Like, uh oh, nah, we're not calling in. <laughs>
0: they're so, used
1: to this. They're used to this. This is our it's a freaking Friday. Let's do it. That's awesome.
0: But yep. still, you know we have just the chance of ice or you know stuff like that during the winter here, and they shut schools down. You know um, yeah. that's because we don't have a lot of vehicles in the state that can help combat ice and stuff. So their response is, "Ah, eh, let's just shut stuff down. It'll be okay. This is fine. This is fine." But I, we never get that. We never get enough to really qualify. Had more than kids, one plow. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't even think we get. I mean, north of us we do, you know, and in the panhandle sometimes we get quite a bit of, you know, that residual snow mm-hmm. that comes out from Colorado, you know, it'll clip to the top of Texas basically. Yeah, yeah which is no, nothing. No. Yeah. Well, that's good. You know, you could just sit at home and, you know, have some tea all day and warm up some hot pockets and play some video games, right?
1: Yeah, but here's the funny thing. Like, they issued a warning, like, issued like closures all like last night. And I'm like, are you serious? Like, really? And I'm about, as we're about noon, I'm like, where's this so-called snow? One thirty, boom, we get hit
0: hard. Nice. I'm like, whoop, well, that's what I get for talking shit. I will say I don't mind, from time to time, going to visit places that have a lot of snow. Uh, you know, now that I actually have a vehicle now that can handle the snow. Last time we went to the snow, we had a car that can barely, like, we, we probably shouldn't have been driving that car in the snow um, no, now you're now supposed, that I have an no, actual no, truck. You
1: tried that car in the snow, because no why? Empty parking lot. You can practice your drifts. Get ready for Forza. <laughs> just you know, get ready for the Forza. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you got to Forza Five, man. Let's go. Yeah. Well,
0: it's been a weird week. It's been kind of a wacky week. There's been lots of really small, random news uh, in the video game world. There's been lots of cool things being talked about, being discussed. So let's kind of get to it. Are you ready? Um guess I'm ready, let's do it. <laughs> Every week we like to take a look at the news going on in our world, and now it's time for some arcade raiders news with Burger.
1: What's up guys, and welcome to Arcade Raiders News. Let's look at news this, this week. And you know what? I think we spent all this time focusing on all these negative allegations, the big wheel of what's wrong in the news. Whatever Todd Howard's doing, so let's let's start with some pod this week. Now we all play games across the globe. Now if you haven't heard a story, here you go. Uh, this is some good old gaming goodness. Uh, during a gaming session, 17-year-old Aiden Jackson of the United Kingdom was feeling a little funny and went to lay down his bed for a bit. He left his microphone on so he talked to his friend Dia Lorfra, sorry, her name, from Texas. Dia noticed something was wrong when he wasn't responding. She was worried. She was thinking that Aiden was having a medical emergency, which he was. Dia quickly phoned public safety in the UK. Luckily, she had Aiden's address. First parents knocked on the door and shocked Aiden's parents, who were unaware of the situation. Uh, Aiden was brought to the hospital right away for having a massive stroke. Mm. So Wow, I mean, sorry, I'm Caesar, My bad, sorry. Uh, the news gets fucked up as well. But, yeah, uh, this is actually a pretty scary situation, because you are a father of a, of a teenager. And, you know, does he play with his door? He, like, shuts his door and plays
0: games all the time, I'm assuming? Yeah, yeah. No, well, kind of. We try to keep it open.
1: Yeah, but, uh, yeah, pretty much he had his door shut. His parents were unaware. And they are pretty much shocked, and they saw, like, emergency officials there, like, oh, your son's apparently had an issue. But this was a quick think quick thinking here. This was actually, like, probably the luckiest save ever, you know? Yeah, it's uh, definitely a scary thing, for sure. And Continue, like, I'm sorry. No, no, I'm like, I was still shocked when we were reading this whole story. I was like, like, normally our news is full of, like, all this... Negativity. I want to find something positive here. And here's a positive story, you
0: know. Yeah, for sure. No, this is a great... I think this is a great thing. You know, you hear about bad stuff and, and people, you know, like you said, swatting and doing all this, you know, just stupid stuff that's totally uncalled for. And this kid, you know, had... For, for one thing, this person had the, you know, no, you know, the thought of there's something wrong here. Something's not right. So I'm going to call... You know, I'm going to call the this other place to try to find something. And I think that's so cool that the kid had the sense to know, hey, something's wrong. I need to call and see if everything's okay, you know? Yeah. So I think it's pretty cool. But also what it does, what it shows to me is the relationships we forge across the internet and the relationships, you know, we forge through video games is powerful. It you is. know, that was the, that was what I, that's what I read into this. You know, I, I'm really super glad this kid got saved, but man, dude, that is the power of video games and, and building relationships, you know, through these online games. And again, that that's just something that this is a good story. You know, this is a story that, you know, this, this kid was saved, you know, they, he had the knowledge again to, to call the police, to mm-hmm. help send a friend across the world and it was that quick thinking that really, when I read it, I was like, you know what, that makes me feel really good. Yeah. that makes me feel really good to hear that you know we are a caring bunch, and you know we're just <laughs> this this is going to sound very terrible, but we're not all about you know playing with our friends across the world and being so obsessed with teabagging each other. You know, you know that. Now speak that for yourself. We, I still that- <laughs> teabag constantly. You know, but but to have that kindness and yeah, yeah, kid, having that had kindness, kindness overall. Yeah, you know, because a lot of kids, you know, or a lot of you know, youth and young adults might have just went, oh, he just turned my mic off and and left the game, you know, and leave yeah. the game and not know what's going on. So I thought it was really cool how he was, you know, the kid was he's not wasn't a kid. I think it was, I think the kid that had the seizure, yeah, the seizure, the, yeah, was he was young.
1: seventeen. The person that made the call, she was twenty one
0: yes yeah. so um i think it was very cool that you know she had the again had the quick thinking to you know i'm just gonna call public safety in that area i kind of know where this person lives uh but that was a time when it was really good you know
1: do you think that so anyway. public safety kind of question when they saw like the car do you say texas like what the f-
0: <laughs> is this is this a great yeah. call <laughs> yeah 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 i was like yeah, wait texas what's going on here but I'm glad, you know, the authorities responded to it, too. That's really cool. Yeah, that was you know, really great, though. That the authorities were like, okay, we're going to check this out because this sounds messed up, you know. Uh, but no, no, he was taken to the hospital and I think released the next day, maybe, or something like that. So uh,
1: Yeah, he was released the next day. They're still doing tests on him to see what was going on. And yeah. Yeah, nothing about that yet. But, you know, that's some good work from Dia up there. Yeah.
0: Kudos, Dia. Kudos to you and for being... Cognizant and and just a good person, you know. And you know what? I'm in a mood, right now. I'm in a mood. No Uh-oh. more more goodness of game, more
1: good old gaming goodness. Ah yes. Once again our records have been broken by awesome games done quick. Yes, it was that time of the year where we all sit in front of our computers and watch speedruns and see donates fly in. This year, like every GDQ before was not a record-breaking year, with the final grand total being $3,133,898.56. This was 700000 more than last year and 100000 more than Summer Games on Quick. All money was raised went to the Revent Kench Foundation. So that was a grand total from all those donations, all those subs, all those bids going in. And I like I always mention these guys. They do a great job
0: every time. And they're
1: constantly raising money. Constantly. Yes. Yeah.
0: They do. No, I think it's, again, that it shows the power of gamers. It shows, you know, that we, we still freaking care. You know, we are not just these antisocial you know, rejects that just sit, you know, in a room and don't socialize and don't care about anything but, you know, getting uh, 10 headshots. Mm-hmm. We care. You know, gamers care. Gamers are willing to give up their hard-earned money, you know, to, to help support anybody that's in need and i watch i mean i'll be honest i watch them you know i've thrown some dollars to them a Same. few times i mean it to me it just you know begin because you know cancer is near and dear to my heart you know i lost a sister to cancer and my wife's a cancer survivor so anytime i see stuff like that it's really near and dear to my heart it, it, it makes me smile I'm, i watched a few of the of the speed runs i was really happy but what really was super cool was watching those speed runs and Like, you just see the dollars just tick and tick and tick and tick. And, you know, it's really cool, really powerful. And I I really enjoy it every year. I think I really love watching it.
1: Like, uh, I was lucky enough to catch uh, the last two, and they broke, like, the two million mark last Mm -hmm. year during Super Mario Odyssey, which is kind of nice seeing that. Because when they finally see that new number take over, they all freak out and they always try to set a new goal. I think chat wanted to see uh, 3.1415 as, like, the notation value in total. Like, they want to get Pi's number. Oh, yeah. So that was their whole goal. It was like, we want to get Pi. I'm like, go get Pi.
0: I think when I was watching it, they were trying to get a certain amount. If they did, they were going to – one of the better-known Pokemon speedrunners were going to speedrun um, maybe Pokemon – was it Silver? or or one of the Pokemon versions I don't remember and then maybe I don't know and then they hit it but I didn't get to see anything so after that I I had some other obligations too but it's really cool you know I think it's so cool that people are willing to give money to watch that content and it's such an easy way to make money for a charity event because honestly what is that costing you other than just you know a few minutes of your time yeah, pretty much. so you know it's it's doing it's doing charity work you know for so much more and 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 you're, it just shows that you're you know if you just give a few minutes of your time you can do big things even if it's playing a video game for you know us nerds sitting in front of a computer screen it's it's so cool it's so powerful and i love it i i really enjoy that stuff yeah i i tend to always like like show people like hey you've seen
1: this have you seen this video yet and i point to this p runs like come on watch p runs let's go they're doing the link to the past randomizer. Let's go. The guy on the couch is funny as hell. <laughs> he just dunks in the <laughs> runner the whole time. Which, by the way, watch that run because I love that couch so much. Oh it's, yeah. Yeah, and it's amazing that this whole event started from someone's basement, and it went yeah. on to like this like bigger, bigger venues. Like do one, they did this last year. They usually do like the summer one in Minnesota, southern Minnesota. What? Uh, so, yeah, I think it's kind of amazing how, like, ten years ago it started, like, so small with this, like, retro games to, like, this whole infusion of, like, modern and old school put together for, like, a week straight.
0: Yeah. It's amazing. It's very powerful.
1: Okay, that's enough feel-good stuff. Time to get that out of system. Let's go back to what AR News is known for. Ah... <sighs> Hey, Sony. God, you're not, we're not done with you yet. Uh, two stories this year. Feel good for yourself. Uh, this year, Sony once again announced their bound of E3, a representative gave a statement f- about not attending. We have great respect for the ESA as an organization, but we do not feel the vision of E3 2020 is the right venue for what we focus on this year. We already know that this year E3 is going to be more of an influence event, more than the standard E3 we're used to. So that could have been the focus that they're talking about. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I think that's probably
0: it because. I, 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 I don't know. I feel a lot about this because I've heard a lot about this on other podcasts mm-hmm. and I've read so many articles about this. E3 did decide to change their focus this year. They did. Um, they talk more about having some, you know, a, a different draw a different way to entertain the crowd a different way to you know show the things that were there Mm -hmm. and of course PlayStation pulled or sorry I I shouldn't say PlayStation Sony pulled out last year as well remember Yeah, Um, but this year they pulled out again I honestly I don't think Sony even needs to go I think they're going to sell you know the millions of PlayStation 5s they're going to I don't think they even need to go and I think more and more, the return on investment just probably isn't there for them. It's, it's, kind, of, it's kind of the gist I get of it. Yeah, I'm um, kind of the same boat as you. I'm kind of the same boat as you on that one. Now, I'm... was kind of taken aback, though, that they didn't offer a, um alternative. Like, they didn't say, okay, we're not doing this, but we've got something really cool up our sleeve. You guys need to just stay tuned. You know, it was just kind of a... They yeah, I have think it was more just yeah. kind of a hey we're just bowing out of E3.
1: They have said they're going to do some smaller events, but honestly, it's just kind of like oh, is so you're going to do uh, DreamHack and over in like uh, Europe? Some of that maybe some I don't know. It but it does feel like I feel like Sony's taking the right step because you know they were pretty much like the person that dropped the biggest reveal like woke their first E3, boom, PlayStation One. Yeah. And then, like, everyone's like, oh my god, this looks awesome! And (laughs) I feel like they're realizing that E3 has kind of lost its luster. I I don't know what's wrong with E3, and I just feel like every time I watch it, it's like, okay, let's watch E3, because now it's, like, required by law, gamer law, I guess, you know? Yeah. To watch it and, like, go, oh, look, that game's not coming until next year.
0: Eh. Yeah, <laughs> I can see that. I I just I again I don't think they need to go to E three. I think I think they're big enough to where they don't. I know I, I guarantee they're gonna have a state of play. They're gonna have some sort of state of play this summer uh, they where are. they're gonna basically go boom. Here's the PS five. Here's what it looks like. Here's the games. And it might be a 30-45 minute you know video or thirty five you know forty five minute maybe like a small little live stream or something. Kind of like Nintendo's, you know, yeah. Nintendo. Um,
1: it's direct. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, Directs. Sorry, I had a brain fart there. I was thinking of Treehouse, but that's a different thing Nintendo does. Um, so, again, I don't think PlayStation needs it. I think the return on investment is not as big as they think it is. Um, and, you know, another thing, too, maybe it's that it's E3 is, you know, still here in the United States, and maybe PlayStation isn't as big in the United States as, you know, them spending their money maybe elsewhere you know around the world like in europe or asia so mm-hmm. i don't know um again i think it's just return on investment thing um i think it's also their way of making news and it's their way of you know keeping it as the state of play i don't mind the state of plays i think the state of plays are fantastic i i like it that there's no fluff you know e3 there's yeah. a lot of fluff
1: there is a lot of you fluff and paid actors
0: tons of fluff it's like the last one they did the last one playstation did You know, where they had the journalists go through like the different rooms where they had the different games, you know, like Last of Us 2 and, um, was it Ghost of Tsushima, maybe? Anyway, um, they had to go through those rooms. And I had, I I knew a person that went to those things and she said it was totally awesome, totally overpriced and super expensive for place or for Sony, but it was super awesome. Um, but even when she was there, she said things like, hey, um, I don't think we're going to have this. She kind of got the idea that they are not going to have this the next year, which, you know, meaning last mm-hmm. year. And she was right. Um, so, I don't know. I'll still buy a PlayStation 5. But to me, you know what this means? Is that Microsoft has a the best time in the world to make an even bigger splash. They did really well, like, at, at E3 last year, you know, announcing mm-hmm. a lot of their new, you know... Um, they did. Developers they purchased, you know, and, and shops and stuff they purchased... I think now is the time for them to really drop the bomb, and just blow everybody out of the water. And I think if they have a good E3, without Sony being there to distract from one of the new consoles in the new generation, they might be starting out really pretty uh, with the console wars that are coming to us. You know, this holiday season.
1: Yeah, but also got to remember one thing: every time that, you know, even though Nintendo's not technically there. They are still there.
0: Yeah, they do their treehouse and stuff, right?
1: Yeah, and then they're like, oh, you got this, Xbox? Well, um, let me just whip out... <laughs> Bam! Mario game! <laughs> Animal Crossing! It's like every... Yeah. I, I love the per- like, uh If yeah, you haven't watched these videos, uh, someone takes an anime scene and does a whole epic battle between, like, Sony and Nintendo, with Nintendo always winning. Uh, I think, like... Last year, it was a scene from uh, Full Milk as Bart Hood, Where it's oh, like, yeah. yeah, I loved it. I've watched that so many times. Like, oh, that's perfect. That best described what Nintendo does. They come up
0: like, oh, yeah, games. We win. Yep. And, I, yeah. But again, back to PlayStation, I think it's going to be okay. I think it'll be okay. Yeah. Think, I honestly don't think Sony's worried at all. Because I think they're still, you know, they're still going to make their cash. So, you know, I'm interested to see that what that state of play looks like. But it's, good for you, Sony.
1: It's going to be like an hour and a half long of just talking about specs and prices.
0: Uh, but, Yeah, probably. Probably. But I mean, We're going to have to learn prices by E3. We're going to have to, yeah. I bet that's when they'll start opening... See, I bet they still have some sort of state of play either before or after E three, and then they're going to drop prices and specs and think final specs and prices because that's if you think about it, that's that would be about less than six months, actually about less than five months to before build out those yeah. cells.
1: Yeah, because we're all expecting like a November release for like all these consoles.
0: Yeah, I was thinking November for both of them actually. Uh, maybe October for
1: maybe like not October. I'm not quite sure. These and. I oh, don't no. When did they they drop a new console? Because
0: we barely get uh, those. PS4 was first dropped in, in, in on a November, I remember. Because that's when I got my day one, was in November. Because it was before Thanksgiving. Because uh, I was really excited to have Thanksgiving off to play uh, my first games on the PS4.
1: <laughs>
0: well, let's look for a few of that stuff.
1: And speaking of games and stuff, it's time for the free stuff. Uh, selling only one game and... I'm going to tell you, you can just ignore it. At the Epic Store, until the 23rd, you can pick up Horus, the game where you play a
0: robot. And apparently this game sucks. <laughs> yeah. I put in a request for a code for the game, and after watching some gameplay, I was like, okay, I, I'm going to withdraw my request. So. But what about uh, the Epic Game Store? Did you have some other good news about that?
1: Um, oh, yeah, it took us news. Hey, guys, you like the whole free games of the week? Oh, boy. Well, they're going to keep doing that until the end of 2020. Yep.
0: Yeah. Didn't they Which say they're going to do like a game a week? A game a week? Holy crap.
1: That's a lot, man. Yeah, the last year they gave out more than like, what,
0: a million dollars for games? Wow. That's awesome, though. And it's awesome they're partnering with those folks to get that done, you know?
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, It's definitely a nice way to get games especially if you're a brand new to PC gaming they're like right there Mm-hmm. yeah for sure uh, yeah. But, I, but I think that's news this week guys uh, we'll see you next week for more crap my desk take care
0: all right friends this is the segment of the show in which we take a letter or a note from a gamer out there and discuss their question or topic Sometimes we get off topic, but most of the time we stay on topic and try to address the issue at hand. So here we go. Let's continue just a single question this week. And we've actually gotten this from a few, a few gamers out there and a few of our friends and, and even my son and some of his buddies is the question is what is up with all the video game delay fellas? So many games are being delayed. How do you feel about it? And what is going on? Question mark, exclamation, exclamation. Well, I've been asked that question actually a lot this week. Have you have you encountered that any? I asked that question a lot myself, cause why the frick we delaying Cyberpunk? I w- <laughs> uh. So, <laughs> <laughs> folks, if you didn't know, this week was a rather weird week um, in video games and some of the news. I saw that uh, Jason Schreier broke um, some of this stuff. Um, so, first of all, Final Fantasy VII remake is being delayed. From March third to April tenth, okay. which a lot of people kind of lost their minds since they've been working on the game for like six years. Um, more on that here in a second. So um, Scott so, was freaking out about. <laughs> <laughs> so that uh, was pushed back along. Uh, also, the Avengers game is being pushed back back from May to September. So Final, F- Final Fantasy Seven remake is being pushed back uh, about a solid month. And the Avengers game has actually been pushed back like four months. So, you know, they cite they wanted to do some extra polish. And, you know, they wanted to make sure everything looks good. And they want to spend some extra time on development and kind of fine-tuning and polishing the game is what they said. So, that's kind of cool. You know, it's it's a big hit, but March is still pretty packed and April is still pretty packed with games. Um, But then, literally like two days later, almost at the exact same time in the morning... Um, it was all of a sudden now we get a tweet from CD project red saying that hey we love you guys but guess what cyberpunk 2077 is going to be delayed from April to September and people were I'm still pissed at, uh, well at first I thought the lot pissed but you know what surprisingly it's been okay um, oh. After after a little bit of the dust settled, people a lot of people were kind of like, "Hey, you know what? Take the extra time." What do am what you I going to do Caesar in the Parker? summer?
1: What am I going to do in the summer besides so like sit around
0: and like <laughs> look for a game to play? You know. <laughs> oh, there's plenty you can play. Um, it was supposed to
1: be Cyberpunk this year, but no, I guess not. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people
0: were looking forward to playing Cyberpunk. You know, throughout the beginning of summer uh, and the Avengers and and you know even other games too. So. I guess the question is, how do you feel about delays? And, and let me ask you this, how do you feel, because there's two sides of the coin there. Yeah, there is the there's angry the angry
1: fanboy side and the logical side.
0: Yes, there yeah. is the rabid, I was going to say rabid gamer fan, and then there's the logical human side. Um, so, I don't know, wh- which one were you most upset about?
1: Uh, of every, I was most upset about all three of them, because I was like, wow, really? Like, You guys made this big oh. deals, especially at E3. Final Fantasy, that you're like, oh, we're gonna release this day, and have this edition, and blah, 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 and all these are editions. I'm like, cool! And then, you know, it's like, oh, here's the Avengers coming, it's gonna come this day, and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, awesome! And then, of course, Cyberpunk, and I'm like, oh my god! freaking <laughs> throw a wall to the screen! That's the whole, and the whole fanboy side of me is like, it's the reason why I hate release dates. It's the reason why I do. It's yeah. because they tend to, like, put a date on it when the game's not even complete
0: yeah I understand but you yeah. know they gotta market that stuff so early now they do but you know, it's like it, it's it's kind of like you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't if you don't market earlier you could be potentially be missing out on big shows big trade shows big opportunities and then if you you know if you wait too late then you know you you run into the risk of again you know missing out on those opportunities that you could have had so i think that you've got to market early i th- but i think there's but a what's the deal frame. with
1: yeah but what's the deal with like saying like we're lease least in the first quarter or the st- third quarter of the year like i'm cool yeah. with that yeah let's get me a,
0: a little big yeah a little kind of generalize it yeah the date yeah yeah I, just don't I'm be like
1: good. well, we're gonna lease it on like april 20th at 3 a.m
0: yeah because those dates are very calculated so, yeah. a, end of end of September seems a little more calculated than uh, Final Fantasy does. Yeah. Like, Final Fantasy is like, eh, you know what? We just need one more month, guys. Give us one more month. But CD Projekt Red to need, you know, over four months, that seems a little bit more calculated to me. You know what I mean? Yeah, that seems so, like it's going um, to pair
1: for the holiday rush. What's going to happen? For
0: the holiday rush, or it seems to me like they might, just, they might also be dropping... Not just the current generation version, but they might be dropping the next generation version too.
1: I think that's the plan. It's like, you know, get up for that stuff. Be like, but I did last time, like the Call of Duty's when it came to uh, 360 to Xbox One, where like, hey, if you guys had the 360 version, trade it in. And
0: yeah. Yeah, I think so. T- I think it's, I don't know. I think it's fine. I'm okay with them pushing games back from time to time. I, I really honestly do not mind at all. You mm-hmm. know? so i do not mind it at all um i think it's fine again i think four almost five months that's a lot but it has oh. to be for good reason yeah extra it, polish has to be something there has to be something that they're thinking or they're cooking up um you know i think it's more than polish but you know i i honestly Marcus strategies
1: make the most money you know I'm that's okay a, with
0: that. You know what if they said, you know, if they said for Final Fantasy VII, hey, you know what, we're gonna push it back one month again just in case, so that they're not crunching and so those people aren't burnt out and they produce good stuff. Actually, hey, you know, uh, whatever. But again, they're investors that are probably breathing down their neck.
1: Yeah, and that's when your cap that's when your captain crunch time comes in, which is probably gonna happen a few times these companies, especially Project
0: Red. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm fine with it. So the question always is. You know do you get upset with it and i will say probably probably over
1: yes but did i turn into I was, a freaking adult
0: yeah before i was you know before i was a content creator before i even started watching streaming you know seven eight years ago i probably would have got upset but now i'm like no take your time make it pretty make it polished, you know give us the best you can so i am okay for for delays and cd project red you know if they were to say hey we're delaying it until next generation, I would still be A-OK with it. Yeah, and I will understand. Uh, it's like, yeah, it's like make your money. Yeah, so, so all you fans out there, we know your fans. We know your diehards. But just chill out. Relax. Go find another game to play. There are plenty of games out there. If you don't know what game to play, please hit me up on Twitter or Discord or send an email. I can find you some games to play. Just be patient. Chill out.
1: You know? See, and this is why I hate fanboys, because they just like instantly like hop in a whole, well, screw you, bandwagon, you know?
0: Yeah, or, oh, I'm, 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 uh, what was the one I saw the other day? A lot of, I'm canceling my pre order. You're, right, gonna, buddy, you're it, not going to cancel it, your pre order. No, you're just going <laughs> to keep it on. Don't, yeah, if, uh, if, if you want to do it, go for it. But just relax, calm down.
1: Shit or get out the pot. Cancel your pre order right the frick now. Show me you're doing it. <laughs> Show me you're doing it. <laughs> and do not even bother pre-ordering it.
0: Yeah, just chill, people. It's all good. It's all happening. That means the games are going to be better. You know, they delayed Animal Crossing for like three or four months as well. So it's not a big deal. It's going to be a great game. So for me, I'm okay with, with those delays. Um, you know, and I I'm glad too, they, gave, the they, they gave people a heads up now. Yeah, true. You because know, like, there's been some games uh watchdogs you know where you found out like a month before you know so you know so i'm glad they're giving people plenty of time to plan not a big deal um but we're going to get some of the most amazing games that our simple human brains have ever seen in the entire existence of games uh, uh, i'm cyberpunk's probably going to be game of the year before it's even out oh yeah you definitely know, um the, the new Final Fantasy 7 remake is probably going to be a contender for Game of the Year. Uh, the Avengers is supposed to be a super cool story from what I'm hearing, and people are really liking the story. Um, so, you know, bring it on. Take your time. Do good. You know what I mean? Exactly, yeah. Do you have any closing remarks on that question? or?
1: Yeah, uh, straight up. Internet, fanboys, let's all come together here. You all need to calm the frick down. We've been over this multiple times. We all jumped the gun really fast and are just like, well, I'm gonna make a statement right now. Blah 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 blah. Angry typing, and I'm sitting there just going, "You look like a fucking jackass." And yeah, and I remember being a fanboy too back in the day with like, the Xbox 360 and the PS2, and I'm, and I I is I realized that. They don't give a flying fuck what you're typing. They don't. Yeah. Because they have the same message coming through 500 times. And you just pissing off one very, 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 very patient community support person. Fine or chill?
0: They're patient with us. And they're saints. All of them. We appreciate what you do, developers and, and community managers and publishers and all of you folks that make these games we love. We really appreciate you.
1: Yeah, just don't listen to the fanboys at all. Just let them, let them go on a little rants. They'll get over it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that was that. thanks for that question. That's a great question. I've, I've had it. You know, several people have asked me this week that same exact thing. And what is to know my opinion. And I'm taking the chilled approach, man. Let's just be chill about it. Thanks for asking the question, folks. We appreciate these mailbag questions. If you have a question that you would like us to ask or sorry not ask answer on the podcast please let us know you can always hit us up on twitter or come into our mixer streaming channels and you know just ask us some questions and we will try to answer them on our podcast and for what i think is probably one of the coolest sections of the podcast each and every week we like to discuss what new and old games we are playing And what we like to call, what is tickling our funny bits? Jesse, what is tickling your funny bits this week?
1: I've been playing a game called Pissing Off Fanboys. It's a great game. I just, y'all do it. Uh, (laughs) No, um, this week I decided to play uh, Graveyard Keeper. Because I got a review copy a while ago and I gave it some time. I was like, okay, it's a grind fest. But then I was like, you know what? I'm feeling a grind fest. I'm feeling like a very chill grind fest. I'm playing for that. I'm doing all the stuff I can do, and it's just like, yeah, it's a grind fest. It's still fun for me because, like, it's like playing your star or playing that other fun stuff that y'all have to grind out. But it's more at my pace. I enjoy that as well as I picked up two point hospital, which, yeah, you think it's gonna be fun and like easy right away, but then it becomes fun and stressful, and you're just watching. It's like all these silly illnesses, like, it's like a pop star illness, and you see a bunch of Freddie Mercury's walking around with the big teeth and the freaking microphone rambling on his hand. Like, yeah! <laughs> Damn, that man somebody I love. <laughs> and, yeah, I've been enjoying the hell of that game. It's definitely, like, stressful at some points, but it's pretty good. Jeremy, what have you been playing, sir?
0: So, I have had a game sitting on my Xbox for about two years now and I'm sitting there and sitting, and sitting there and I needed a game to kind of kind of take my mind off Trails of the Sky which is not doing a very good job um, but I decided to play uh, near. is it Automata? Near Automata. Yeah, so I decided to play that one I will say so far it's weird um, I don't feel like there's very much direction in the game but I've heard that from several other people that it's, it's kind of a game you have to let like, grow on you just a little bit and it ramps up super fast um, so I've heard it's a really good game. I will say the graphics are good, uh, the music is super good. Like I've been listening to the soundtrack at work, and it's just really good. Um, the characters are kind of interesting but very dry. Uh, that's you know again, this is me personally. So I'm giving it some more time. I'm about six hours into it, so I want to give it some more time. I've heard it's about a twenty hour, twenty to thirty hour game. I'm playing just the story. I'm With not doing too many of the side endings. quests. What's that? With multiple endings. With multi- yeah, I've heard there's multiple endings. Isn't there something like four endings or something? I think four or five, yeah. Yeah, and don't you have to play through one ending to get to the next ending and so forth and so yep, on? Yep, as it seems like the whole progression ending style. Yeah, it's kind of a neat idea. I'm still kind of curious how that's going to work out, but I'm playing the game on super easy. So nice. I just wanted to, exp- you know, with like the auto lock ons, you know, the auto point distribution and stuff. I just wanted to experience the story. I'm not looking for a challenge or anything. Um, but then something else that's been tickling my funny bits this week is I've been real interested in uh, Square Enix lately and their history. And so I've been doing a little bit of you know, research on their history. And I came across – it was actually recommended by Dr. Level Up. Um, it, I came across you – know, or he came across this basically kind of documentary over the history of uh, the merger of Enix and Squaresoft. Ooh. and it's called before the merger it's from a youtuber named Tark's gauntlet um it's just a history of a square enix before the merger and then a history of squaresoft and then a history of Enix before yes. the oh merger.
1: Enix, good old Enix.
0: yeah so yeah they were shady um it was really, oh. they were a really weird company um but, but they made so such I, good I, games
1: though god Enix know, is awesome i know
0: i know <laughs> both of them i mean you got dragon warrior and dragon quest You got Final Fantasy. You got like, Evo, such good games. Like that's where it started. That is where, to me, my taste and interest started. Was Square and Square and Enix back in the nineties. The sixteen bit days, yeah. Yes, that's you know Final Fantasy six. You know Chrono Trigger. Even before that, Final Fantasy one. You know and Dragon Warrior for the Nintendo. Like Uh, those are games that you know I remember playing vividly and loving them and so i'm just very interested in square enix and their story so it was a really cool thing it was um called square enix it was uh it's just a nice little story about it's a history of enix and squaresoft um and i said before the merger i'm actually thinking about like the first chapter of this of this documentary it's about an hour long but it's really good it's really good i highly recommend it's by a youtuber named Tark's gauntlet and, um, anyway, so that's kind of, that was really tickling my funny bits this week. And I had a really good time watching it. Um, so, funny bits. So what is going to be tickling our funny bits here in the near future? What is coming out this week?
1: Oh, boy, you want to know the game release of the week of January 20th? <laughs> <laughs> I do. You want to know the game release of the, the, the one game <laughs> release? God, we're still in the slow period. Yes. Uh, oh, boy, we got The Walking Dead, Satan and Sinners. On the 23rd with apparently the VR title. Yes. No.
0: Big. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think no, it's on PC. I don't know if it's just a straight up VR or not. I don't think so. But I think this is Skydance since Skydance took over the Walking Dead stuff. I think this is their first full game by themselves maybe. I don't know. I don't know too much about this game, so.
1: Me neither. It's just like I think we went on this with Pirate Games show that It's... Yeah, it's a a virtual reality game.
0: Okay.
1: And I think, like... I stopped caring with The Walking Dead. You know?
0: Yeah, same here. I can care less about it. It's Um, just zombies. You know, after Telltale ceased to exist, I got so disheartened in it that I kind of was like, Eh, you know what? I'm just going to remember my memories from the games I did play. Um, But yeah, the one game release this week... Folks appreciate those light weeks that we're fixing to have over the next, you know, four or five weeks. Because it is fixing to blow up.
1: Like, you're going to have no time. So enjoy this slow time. Catch up. Do some light reading. Maybe, like, you know, see a loved one before you indulge yourself into your fortress of solitude trying to get max level in the games. You know.
0: (sighs) That's right. So that's what's been tickling our funny bits, folks. Again, we appreciate sharing that time with you. And... Ex- talking to you about what we're playing and what we're liking. Let us know if you have any questions about that sort of stuff. Five seconds. Well, this has been fun. Seriously, man, I really enjoy this every week. I like talking to you folks, and I like hanging out and sharing our journeys in this video game world. would you agree, Jesse?
1: I like doing this, too, because I get to yell at people, and I get to talk to you, Jeremy. <laughs>
0: that's right so Jesse let everybody know where we can find you across the internet
1: uh, you can come find me at com slash Tapper I'm streaming games regularly uh, you can come find me on Twitter Instagram all under the attack burger name so find me there at
0: me do all that stuff During where can we find you at? yeah you can find me streaming weekly uh, several times a week at Mixer.com slash Skyroby that's S-K-Y-R-O-B-I or you can find me with Saying random things on the internet at Mr. Skyroby, both Twitter and Instagram. Hang out, guys. Let us know what you think about the show. Tell us hi from time to time. We don't bite, we like talking about video games. And that does it for our time this week. Remember, our goal here at the Arcade Raiders Podcast is to deliver our unique perspective on video games and the video gaming world with random usings and discussion. Until we meet again, folks, enjoy playing your games.